get your question out or yeah he got his question out let me go ahead and answer that while i can uh the <laughs> vaccination uh as described by dr judy mikovitz she is a world-renowned virologist and what she has found is that they turned off the ace2 receptor gene which is the gene that actually is the guard dog for cancer in the human body so not only did they turn off cancer protection in humans, they also inserted something else that would radiate them from the inside, thus promoting cancer. That's why you see the turbo cancers. It's not necessarily just from the radiation, but they turned off the ACE2 receptor gene, which just makes cancer bloom like roses. (laughs) Fertilizer. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and they did it. It's diabolically right, genius so. if that's what they did. Yes, I mean, you know they 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 were actually after trying to kill everybody. They that's what they were, and you know most people won't even realize. Uh, you know, won't even realize their own fate until they go to their next doctor's appointment to do whatever, get checked out, and the doctor's going to say, "Yeah, sorry to let you know this, but you're stage four. Stage right. four what? Stage four everything. Yeah. I mean, it's it's criminal. Like I said, it kind of... It re- so, you know, that that's another correlated piece of evidence of the reset theory because they're so sure of themselves pulling this off. Uh, you know, they really have no fear of us, you know, getting mad and figuring this out. That's kind of why they want to disarm us at the same time, I think, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Sure. They are kind of scared. They do know. They do know if we ever did find out that there's going to be a lot of angry people. The ones that are left. Yeah. You know, but they got a plan for the unvaccinated as well. If you don't, if you yeah. think that they didn't have a plan for the unvaccinated, I can assure you their plans are complete. And their plans are a hundred years old, and for every day that goes by, right. is another day they add to it. What's that? They're gonna sick the the robot dogs with uh, guns strapped to their back, and you know, a swarm of drones after us. I don't. I don't no. put it past them. They have that kind of technology. <laughs> I mean, they released the vids of the swarm bot with a uh, two ounces of shape charge in it. You know, hunting you down. Right. It's well, not the was, ones that, that have a, the back that, was, hunt. that was a Hollywood. Thing, sure. but what we see in Ukraine with the amount of drones that they can manufacture and just a human on the other end, they don't necessarily need like AI bots or anything like that. Uh, you know, a drone operator nowadays on the battlefield of Ukraine is the most dangerous person in the world. Yes. 
I mean, you got drone operators right. in Russia that are flying drones out in the Ukraine that have, you know, kill rates of 100 to 500 people a day is what they're taking out. Five drone operators can take out over 1,000 guys a day in backloop. They don't even hardly have anybody shooting over there. It's all drone stuff. It's all missiles. It's all artillery. But mainly, it's drones. Wow. And they're that effective. Well, on, that, on that note, um, what about, you know, more like, you know, James Bond 007 type stuff if the drone has a device in it that shoots, a, you know, like a small needle and... You know, vaxes you get vaxed via drone. You know, well, in the back of the neck. Questions, Mike. I mean, I mean, as you, as far as we know now, chickens are the most explosive, flammable things on earth. Why? How many chicken farms have we? Thousands, it seems like. Uh, chicken farms have just gone up, and bee farms. But no, they could absolutely. If they wanted to take somebody out, man, they can do it a thousand different ways. But if they want to take somebody out with an explosive drone, they could just fly it through the window of their house and blow up the whole house. And the fire department just say, yeah, it was a gas leak. And there was never gas on the house. But uh, nobody will question. <laughs> nobody questions anything at all. Right. Right. That's the sad state of affairs that this country's in, you know. So much evidence, but they never, they never take the time to consider it. And I, I think it plays into the reset, like you were talking about. You know, this extermination level event that we're bearing witness to, you have to get rid of the people who may question or who may buck or fight and say, you know, we know some stuff. So I think in, they've learned after these resets that's taken place over time. Sometimes they're pretty big ones. Sometimes they're just small ones and they're regional but I think they've learned to pick up the pieces properly. And when we yeah, look, look at, at all the point, look at all the uh, uh, the insane asylums from the uh, late eighteen hundreds. They're castles that were yeah. leftovers. Right. They were left behind, and they locked up all the people and said they were crazy. The people that were like, "No, there was a whole another. What are y'all talking about? What are y'all talking about? No, this is what happened, and uh, this is you know we're just going to go ahead and lock you up. You're saying crazy things." Okay. An epidemic yeah, that took place at the turn of the century. And then, you know, you brought up the thing about the orphan trains. Well, those are probably the kids that were stolen from the parents. The easier to re-educate the kids than it is to re-educate the parents. I mean, uh, that point was made in the movie Matrix that, you know, it's easier to pull a child out of the Matrix than it is to pull an adult out of it. And it's because the right. children's brains are, they can be redesigned real easily well, well if if this is a possibility then it begs the question who was capable of pulling that off at that time which which group of people or people I, I mean i don't know fallen angels how did how did well, they uh yeah, the same, yeah same i guess people so just doing it now yeah i mean they're right, the same right. people it's right. the people it's that you don't know what their names are they, they're the ones that own everything they're not the richest, the people that are the richest people in the world that you know, they're not the richest people in the world. The richest people in the world, the most, they're unknown. You don't know what their names are at all. Mm -hmm. They'll right. never tell you their names. They'll never be mentioned in Forbes. Well, the other right. thing that is interesting is that you hear a lot about uh, the, the deaths and all the death rates, but 
I never heard anybody break it down in the demographics. Like, you know, is it mostly white people or white and black everybody, people everybody. or, um, everybody. I, everybody. I think. Well, it is everybody, but they, they definitely had, um, like a certain percentage of toxic shots or more toxic shots that went to the red States. Well, they figured that out a while ago. That has been said, but it's yet to be proven in in a way that you can point at each state and say, okay, there's no deaths in this state of myocarditis and sudden heart attacks. and all. I mean, it's equal across the board. I think that that thing of, well, these certain batches were not as deadly as those certain batches, all that is is hopium. That's all that is. Right. That's just hopium. Right. Like, if you got this yeah. jab, you're going to die from this jab. I don't care where you think you got it or when you think it or what batch you got. No, you're, you're going to die from this jab. I got the saline shot. Yeah, I got the saline <laughs> I think I got the saline. I got no, the placebo. You just, you, you just, oh, yeah, you're just a little tougher than the rest. That's all. You have to be in the, <laughs> in the Navy to get the saline shot. <laughs> I've, I've heard people say it, you know, tried to... <laughs> well, the, the Navy doctor that came out after they closed down DMED, DMED was theirs for the for the military. And and as people were looking after the, the military got mandated to take the shot, people were keeping their eye on the DMED database, which was always public, always. And they were seeing all these rises and everything, and then they shut DMED down. And DMED was a good database because... They keep track of all these soldiers, every little, that doesn't matter if they got the sniffles, it goes in their medical record. So they had the most healthiest people, the most well taken care of people, the most exercised people, uh, the, you know, the, the most trackable people, and all of a sudden they were seeing explosions and all these things that we see out here with everybody else, and then they shut DMED down. Well, the uh, one of the Navy surgeons uh, recently has come out, and he got actually let go. They kicked him out of the Navy, but he was exposing all the DVARES database stuff. And, man, it's amazing the percentages uh, the, of, of stuff like heart attacks and myocarditis and stage 4 cancers and sudden death. I mean, all these things are in this plus 700% higher. Right. So what you're seeing I've out seen here that. in the real world, uh, out here in the real world, is a very dumbed down version. Because if you look at what's going on in DMED, the healthiest people in the world, the most tracked people in the world, you know, all that. When you see those rates, you're just like, no. So that's going to be the baseline for everybody out here, and then the rest of the people out here, they don't get no exercise, they don't get fed right, they don't get, you know, they don't have people tracking them medically and stuff like that. Well, that's where you're going to see the decrease in all these numbers because nobody knows. Everybody thinks that Joe died of a heart attack. He just had a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Well, he was only 12 years old. What's that 12-year-olds have heart attacks? Like, yeah, no, not where I'm from. from. Yeah, you don't hear of Growing up, I never heard of five-year-olds, you know, coming down with pericarditis or myocarditis or, you know, any of these other ailments. Are attributes from this shot, and now all of a sudden we're right. seeing a vast increase of it, and that's just the people that are the ones that are able to stay alive, or the ones that are killed. And then you look at talk to morticians, you look at the stuff that they've been pulling out of people for the past two and a half years. These clocks, right? Some of it, you know, four or five feet in length, 
you know, branching out through the vascular system. And it, you would think it would pull apart like cotton candy, but it's pretty tough. I, I've seen like the videos rubber. of morticians. Yeah. I've They're like them. rubbery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gross. It doesn't break apart. It's really gross. You would think but... that it would pull apart. <laughs> as they're pulling it out of the vascular system, out of the arteries and veins. Oh, these things are coming out like casts of the whole circular system. I mean, they're pulling out casts of the inside and of their arteries. And it's not <laughs> blood clot. You can see the blood no. clots around it because that'll be the darker red stuff. That'll be the blood. But this it white like stuff jelly. that you're pulling out, it, it's, it's something completely different. And I know a guy I went to school with that was a mortician. I vaguely spoke with him. And yes, they are pulling the stuff out of people. A lot of it's not getting reported, wow. even though the percentages are uh, 20% of the, the deaths going through morgues right now. 20% of those bodies have that stuff in it. Right. Now, last year, the year before, the percentages were higher. But I think that's because it was something new. And they were trying to get get some eyes on it to say, okay, how much of this stuff is coming out of people? And now I think it's just kind of died down to where morticians just, they're no longer reporting this phenomenon taking place. And it's brand new. You know, they don't know how right. to look at this or treat it. Yeah, and then as soon right. as, you know, especially in the United States, all the, uh, all the morticians that did come forward, except for one who was a private mortician, the rest of the morticians, they're all they all work for the state, and they they let a bunch revoke their licenses, everything. That was like two years ago. They were revoking medical licenses of all types of people speaking out. So nobody wants to say anything. Number one, they're going to get called crazy by their friends and family, and then they're going to lose their professional license. They're going to be out on the job and out on the street, and who wants that? Right. You know, another thing that's been absent of the news media lately is, uh, well, of course, uh, the mainstream I'm, I'm talking about, uh, the whole Palestine thing died down. And the other thing is all these farmers on protest in Europe. I mean, mm-hmm. they, there's footage of them blocking highways, cities. I mean, it, there's like hundreds and hundreds of tractors out there. And, uh, you know, it kind of makes me wonder if they, they killed the... The farming community in the 80s, you know, with the control of the commodity prices and running a lot of farmers out of business and, you know, bought up all the farms and stuff like that because they knew farmers were generally independent type people, you know, Mm -hmm. self-sufficient. And so, you know, of course, we won't see anything like that because all the farms in our country, for the most part, are (laughs) owned by ADM, Monsanto, and Bayer. Mm -hmm. So we don't see that. And Jeff, you you briefly mentioned all the food processing plants and chicken houses and egg farms and chickens you know salmonella contaminated yeah, yeah, very I mean, they, dangerous they, very dangerous don't smoke around a chicken I, I i've learned that in the last year don't smoke around no chickens they are flammable and explosive <laughs> so are cows you know that's the point i bring yeah, up so cows, quite yeah. often Eighteen thousand plus cattle exploded in texas at the beginning of last year from right. January 1st, 2022 to January 1st, 2023, it was over uh, 250 food processing facilities, uh, anything to do with food processing. They were either blown up, caught fire, turned into landing strips. And it, right. it, it, it's not like it was 
work accident because there was nobody there when this took place. You think right? Most the of them happen in the early morning hours. Uh huh. Nothing recorded. No, nothing right. on on video. Nothing like that to report as to the cause of these fires. But you know, I can understand eighty, maybe eight hundred head of cattle, eighteen thousand plus. That's a phenomenal number. It's almost impossible. You know, what would you do with all the carcasses? How do you dispose of something like that? Even the chickens, you know, it, it's it's a mess. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you could also look to, you know, the fact that the food processing plants and the farms and the chickens and the cows and all that stuff, they're all blowing up and catching on fire. But maybe you should look at what's not catching on fire and blowing up. Ant farms, bugs. How about hyper? How, how about hyperdermic needle factories? Yeah. How about right. how about uh, how about uh, bio facilities and stuff like that? People that are like making vaccines or anything like that. No, they're there. They don't seem to suffer anything. Government buildings. Yeah. Blow up. Right. 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 Good point. That's a great point, Jeff. Yeah. They, yeah, they should have Pfizer, taken the plant catch on fire lately. <laughs> yeah, they should have taken the trucking convoy that went to the border and sent it to that uh, ammo facility they're trying to shut down and protected it. Oh, yeah. Bed. That's a good point. <laughs> bought, bought it in bulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, just yeah, surrounded it, yeah, so, so they couldn't tear it down or shut it down, whatever, you know, protect whatever little industry we still have here although they're building a lot of new uh, high tech stuff around here so um, you know there's always a wrench thrown in the works there trying to figure out what they're trying to do but I just don't think they would invest those you know these hundreds of millions of dollars in these chip building places uh, you know without knowing what was going on I think a lot of it's like Solyndro it's just a you know, something that they can bankrupt and funnel money through. You know, another right. laundering or Ponzi scheme that's taking place because of this route. You know, the it, 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 the way we're going right now, technology. If we do make it five years, it's going to be scrutinized. You know, it. We need food production more than anything. You know, why would they be doing what they're doing now to the food if it wasn't to get rid of us? You know, I think that was the whole reason why they blew up the Georgia Guidestones, which uh, the first article on there was to uh, maintain human population at 500 million in perpetual harmony with the earth and everything else. Well, if we're at about 8 billion people, that's uh, 7.5 that's got to disappear. And, you know, not too many people knew about the Georgia Guidestones. I'm here in Georgia, so, you know, everybody here in Georgia knows about them. And why would you do something like that and bring attention and do some secret explosion on it? You know, never caught nobody. But it made mainstream media to get that energy out there, to get people wondering and thinking about it. And it was to, I'd say it was to manifest what's coming or whatever, to help manifest get that energy out there in the airwaves. So people start thinking about the population being reduced to 500 million. 
And at the rate we're going with all the, the wars, the rumors of wars, the biologicals, the food, the finances, I look at track records. I look at the statistics, and the track record tells me that statistically we're screwed. It, it's not right. hard to fix these problems, but none of them are being fixed or addressed properly. So it would have to be an extermination-level event, whether they're preparing for something naturally or something man-made. There's something coming down the pipe that we need to be aware of. Right. Those are all great points, Joe. Right. Hey, Joe, why do you think they did it in Georgia, of all places? I mean, there there are other countries called Georgia, and, you know, the R.C. Christian dude that allegedly had it built. Uh, What's your take on that? Well, the Georgia Guidestones there in Marion, Georgia, you know, if you can look them up and look at how they were built, you know, it's kind of like a similar to a temple, something that you would do rituals at. And, you know, it was built by a Masonics or the Jesuits for the most part. Nobody really knows who built these things out of granite. But, Whoa, so you think the, the Jesuits are responsible for it? I think the Jesuits are pretty much responsible for all the calamities taking place right now because uh, it's not me. I don't know too many Christians. I don't know too many uh, Muslim. I don't know too many Jews that are real Orthodox like Jews. I, I think it, it it's something more sinister. And if you if you look at who sacked Rome and who is who did World War One, who did World War Two, who has done all this? You know, the Jesuits they give us control of the money and give us control of the law. That's all they ever wanted throughout history was control of the money and the law. If you can control the laws, it doesn't matter what book you read these laws from. You control all the people through religion, through travel, through taxes, through tariffs, through sanctions, and then you can adjust whatever money that these slaves now have to pay. You get rid of the Jesuits... That takes a lot of guts to say that, so I um, thank you for that. (laughs) And I'm not trying Um, to throw people under the bus, but I just look at their track record. I look at what they've done throughout history, you know, what they did to the papacy in Rome, what they did with the Spanish Inquisition, the conquer monkeys that they've been the entire time dating back to the Phoenicians. You know, the faux Enochians, the fake Enochians, you know, these were the seafarers that went out. These were the pirates, where we get the word sheriff or sheriff from. And being the sheriff back then was a pirate. It wasn't, and it was the one that was enforcing the laws by the ones who created the laws. I don't need the 700-something laws that then, you know, the Talmud or the Ten Commandments or the Islam, I don't need those laws. You know, I just need good thoughts, good words, and good deeds, and that controls the destiny of my life. But they've created all these laws for man to jump into and jump through. And why, if it wasn't to enslave us? Didn't didn't the Vatican in uh, 1666, like, pretty much declare ownership of everything on the planet, pretty much, like, with the, uh, one of their... um, you know, uh, Holy See treaty things or whatever. Did they pretty much declare ownership of everything a long time ago? Falls under well, they, admiralty law. 
Yeah, they've pretty much always considered themselves ownership of it all and that we're all serfs. Um, but I go one step further and say that technocracy is equal to or equivalent to a virtual inquisition. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. That's pretty interesting, Ken. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah, well, Thoughts there, there, there goes my life. The yeah. thing that anybody wants to do on anybody's show is start destroying people's paradigms. And people have religious paradigms, they have political paradigms, they have paradigms just all over the place. And 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 everything that they say and do and know is all wrapped up around these paradigms. And, you know, the only way anybody's going to wake up to anything is you have to forget everything that you believed in, start all over again. Start all over right. again. You want to open your eyes and see what's going on. You have to drop all your paradigms because when you run into somebody like me or Joe, we're going to destroy your paradigm without even trying. We're not going to try to offend you. We're not trying to destroy your paradigm. Just, just from the stuff that we can talk about and prove anywhere on anything is going to destroy. It's going to, it's going to make you feel funny. It's going to make you feel mad, angry, resentful. And you can't you can't live your life following. You just got to forget everything you know and start all over. Right. That that that's that's for the normies. I mean, most most of the audience here is a uh, pretty black pilled in a way. So that's what I appreciate about RBN is you know the audience, the listeners, the, all the hosts here. You know, they talk about some great topics, and um, it's one of the few places like it on the internet, I believe. So. Luckily, that's that's a that's a good thing for us, you know, because we're not going to get mm-hmm. these callers to say you can't say that, and no way, and just you know, throw out stupid arguments, and you mm-hmm. know, we actually get intelligent conversation here. When I talk to people, it's not about being condescending; it's it, it's done with love. It, it's not done with malice, you know. I try to help people with discussions, you know. If you're coming at me with, you know. Trump bot, Trump bot, Biden bot, Obama bot, then, you know, I'm, I'm going to look at what you're telling me, and then I'm going to try and break it down to show you some truth as to how these people are connected, all the nefarious activities that they do. I'm going to show you the bad sides of these monsters to try and get you out of that. And it's like Jeff said, you really, you got to get rid of the paradigms, and it's really hard. It really is hard, you know. Very hard. It, it's taken me a long time, and I guess I was born differently. I was taught differently. Um, I run into a lot of people that are like us all that question a lot of these things, and I've done so my entire life. So you get used to jumping down these rabbit holes to where you can just pop right back out and then jump in another one real fast. Right. And you come out unscathed, whereas a lot of people end up getting stuck in these paradigms, and it's, you know, now this is the I end agree all with you. You, you gotta got to kind of let it emotionally detach from you know oh I know we landed on the moon I know we did this like you know why would they lie to us like you know you got to let let go of some of these things and just you know hey it might be true might not be I don't know I don't care you know figure it out someday I, I guess but 
<laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, I think the one out. thing we can all agree on is that they're trying to erase history so that Again. they can, you know, start with a, air quotes, clean slate so you're malleable and programmable. You know, those who don't know their history are destined to repeat it. Um, so the question is, is whose history are they trying to erase? Um, I have some thoughts on that, but I'd just throw that question out there. Uh, I think that they're not, I mean, like they, they, you do this, they use the same stuff a lot of times. They use the same stuff, a lot of regurgitated stories and whatever. And there's a lot of stuff that they can't get rid of some stuff that they can get rid of. I think, uh, it's just a working model is what it is. Uh, no different than if you had an ant farm and if you wanted to change the look of that ant farm, you just sh shake it up real good. And you got right. a new ant farm. <laughs> you know, they're, they're only right. interested in, in maintaining control. That's right. That's, that's their interest, to maintain control. If you control everything, then you control everything. And boy, there's a lot of people that just want to control everything out there in the world today. Right. And speaking of that, we got a commercial break. Yeah, hang tight, guys. Commercial, we'll be right back. <laughs> Annoying commercial. At least we got sponsors. Hang controlling sponsors. Say the truth. You can't handle it. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. 
To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth at the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. And I got to get, get you guys' thoughts on this. But, uh, you know, there's quite a bit of evidence that, you know, we're not really getting these signals from satellites. There's quite a bit of evidence that these are actually uh, really basically hot air balloons that are sent up and just, you know, stay up there for years. And sometimes they come down and people find them. And, you know, there's a lot of weird evidence like that. What's your thoughts well, on that, guys? It's not just balloons, but, you know, like uh, all station-to-station broadcast stuff, it's all just bounced right off the ionosphere. If somebody thinks that you got a satellite above the ionosphere that's transmitting signals down to Earth, and then satellite dishes on Earth transmitting through that same ionosphere into space to a satellite, you just don't know how the ionosphere works. It blocks out 99.9% of all frequencies and transmissions. I think a lot of it's just right. ping-ponging it from one tower to another. Yeah, they're just, ping, they're just ping-ponging it. That's all they're doing. Just, I mean, ham radio operators prove it every day. We bounce signals off the ionosphere all day long, every day, and we talk to people all over the planet just by using that stupid ionosphere. When it comes to the balloons... You know, NASA is the biggest consumer of helium. And they got a balloon program second to none down in uh, Antarctica. And if you think that, that Chinese balloon was a Chinese balloon, just look up NASA balloon program. You'll see the same balloons thousands uh-huh. of times a year, take, you know, being lifted off of, in Antarctica. 
Right. A lot of times they can track them when they're coming down. They do have transponders on them. You know, it's the ones yeah. that I guess the, the technology or whatever goes sideways and they can't track it. And that's when you hear the stories of it falling into somebody's backyard. And I've seen the pictures and bids the past couple of years of these things coming down. And I think that's one way that... Uh, and they, and they know, can I, bump into each other and poke holes in each other's balloons and stuff like that. I mean, it's... Until you right. can, you know, tell us what all these, uh, all these, you know, super high atmospheric balloons are for, and it's not for testing the air or anything. I mean, they could do that in a day. They don't need to do that for forty years. It's right. just they don't need to do it. And you know, if you look at like power uh, capabilities on satellites that they say, or you know, you can see uh, how they build cars, and you can see all these factories of all these cars, and there's a lot of secrets in these factories, you know, they can't show you, but they still show you everything, but you can't find a good video of them, of anybody building a satellite, and if you look up pictures of satellites, you'll always see the same basic fucking picture, I'm sorry about that, I didn't mean to say that, but you That's see right. the same basic <laughs> picture of, of satellites, like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just the the information that you can't find on them is... I mean, but they're supposedly proud of them. Everybody thinks they got a satellite dish on their house that's transmitting or receiving transmissions from a satellite. And it's, but it's not pointed straight up in the air. It's always pointed at an no. angle. Okay, you're bursting right. my balloon. Just kidding. Sorry about that. Um. That's a paradigm. Ken. That's a paradigm. And well, I will, I will destroy that paradigm if you know. You let me talk for ten minutes. I'll have you crying over that paradigm. I don't have any beer. Yeah, because you don't have any beer. <laughs> but, yeah, no, there's no... They say there's 30 to 40,000 satellites orbiting Earth. But, yeah, I've got telescope. You can pull out telescopes, and you should be able to look at each one of these things. You know, if the moon is... Right. Probably 249,000 miles away from the face of the Earth, and these satellites are between the moon and the Earth, then we should be able to see these satellites. You know, a, a Nikon, you know, P1000 or whatever should be able to pick these things up real easily. But the, if you Google images, you'll see them in these warehouses or whatever, these labs being built. But all the other ones, if they're in so-called space, it's just computer-animated images is all it is. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I mean, I, I try to, I use for an example is the Hubble telescope. Everybody thinks that the Hubble is still up there taking pictures, right? Everybody thinks the Hubble is still, because they still put out pictures and say the Hubble took this picture, even to this day. Well, the Hubble didn't have any engines. In fact, they had to go service the Hubble telescope almost every two years with a space shuttle to go grab it with the Canadian arm, which was especially made to grab the Hubble telescope with the Canadian arm. And they'd have to go up every two years and grab the, the Hubble telescope and raise it back up because it lost like, I don't know, like eight feet a month or something like that, or eight feet a day or a week. I forget what it is. But uh, the Hubble telescope. Is at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. They <laughs> they uh, deleted the space shuttle program a long time ago. And if you look at FASA.org, they're the people that kept track of all these missions. And right. you can look, you can go to Wiki and just look and read up on the, the Hubble telescope. 
You'll never see anything about no engines. In fact, when they said, well, the mirrors were wrong and we had to go up there and, and fix the mirrors. They didn't fix the mirrors. They installed a Kodak camera on it. That's what they did. That's what the mission parameters were. And, uh, but, you know, people think it's still some sort of weird, you know. But if you look up uh, images and information on something called Sophia, mm-hmm. which is a, started out as a 727, and then it was a 747, now it's a 757, operated by JPL. It's got a big old telescope planted right in the side of it. They open up this garage door on the side of this plane, and it takes images. And if you look at all the Sophia images, you'll find something very interesting. They're the same images that they said the Hubble took. Through time. Over the last 50 years. Yep. Yeah, and why no (laughs) pictures of the moon? You know, they could have pointed that stuff at the moon and mapped every square inch of it. Well, that's an interesting point there. You know, the Indians just now sent a, a, a... a mission to the moon, to the other side, the back side of the moon. And they said, well, when it's on the back side of the moon, we can't communicate with it at all. But I guess nobody told the Indians that there was something called the lunar orbiter that's supposedly still up there, revolving around the moon, and it has supposed repeater functions. So they could have very well have transmitted to the lunar rover, which could have transmitted back to Earth, if everything worked as if they said that it does. Right. Not to mention, yeah, why would you spend all that money to send something up there that can't communicate? Yes. Uh, and if you look at pictures even on NASA, uh, if you look at, like, any of the moon landing missions, and, and the lunar rover, I mean, the lunar orbiter is what took pictures of these landing sites. And you can see the buggy tracks from the buggy. You can see the footprints from the people, right? But if you measure those things, you'll find that the, the buggy only did 17 miles and the people did almost 400 Hey, go put that in your noodle soup as well. And anybody can vary. You can go right to NASA and do, you know, do, you can just do the imaging yourself and look at it. I mean, Google Moon is, I mean, you can do it on, on Google. Measure the distances of stuff. And it's just crazy what they've told us and what's not true and what's provably wrong. I mean, people think we got rovers on Mars beating around. Right. For the last 30 years. And these guys are using solar panels and lithium-ion batteries, right? So who who who's ever had a lithium-ion battery that lasted for more than a year? Nobody. <laughs> I can't even buy a lithium-ion battery for a freaking laptop that lasts more than six months. But supposedly, NASA has lunar rovers working on solar with lithium-ion batteries that have gone for 30 years. And not only that, (laughs) they're working with solar panels that supposedly get dusty and dirty. And you know how they clean these solar panels? They call it a wind-cleaning event. And they point this rover in the direction of the wind, and the wind just blows the dust off of them. So I've been trying this with my car, and lo and behold, (laughs) it does not work. 
I can point my car in the direction of the wind in a hurricane, and I there's always still a bunch of trash all over my car. And all lithium lithium batteries are an electronic circuit, and they're sensitive to radiation. Yeah, yeah so the, the rovers would have had to go through the, uh, what are the radiation belts, the... Uh, Van Allen? The Van, Van Allen, Allen belts, yeah. yeah. You know, you just try to talk to the, the astronauts about the Van Allen belt, like, how'd y'all get through it? And they're like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, they right. didn't teach you about the Van Allen belt. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know it was there. So that was yeah, we didn't know it was there. Too. Oh, that's what protected you. You didn't know it was there. I didn't know that that's how it worked. Well, uh, Dave McGowan, he does a really good uh, expose on the moon landings, and uh, you know, just everything about it just was is is hokey. You know, and even NASA years later said, "Oh, we lost all the tapes, the original. Oh, yeah, we, lost it. we can't re- recreate what we did we back then to back. get to the moon again." Like, what did you just say? Like, why would you even say that? Like, if you didn't get there, and you know, I don't well, know the whole story about how they got place. there. They said they couldn't get there yeah. in the first place until they found that black woman to do all the math formulas for them. Like <laughs> yeah, the moon landing, here's... all the math was all the math was not done on computers at all. It was done by hand, and it was a here's black lady get... they found somewhere. You can get to the moon. All you have to do is include funding for Ukraine and Israel, and then you can make <laughs> yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And secure their borders in the process. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what's not going to happen in Ukraine. Ukraine is not going to turn into another Iraq, Syria, or <coughs> Libya in the end. I mean, maybe the cities will look pretty bad, but it's not going to happen. You know, the Russians are just not going to have it. They're not going to have any more of this NATO stuff. Now, they're not going to name NATO, supposedly, or kind of. They're, they're going to name fascism, and they're going to name Nazis. But yes. they're naming NATO because that's who they're fighting, NATO. And they are absolutely wasting NATO on the battlefield. We burn yeah. out of equipment to send to Ukraine. The only thing we can send them is money. I guess they have money guns. They, like, roll up $100 bills and stuff them down a the barrel of a gun and really shoot a roll-up <laughs> $100 bill downrange. And, like, I'm a $100 bill sniper is what I am. Well, NATO is well, they had to have something to do to get rid of all that cash so they can go to the CDBC. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not going to. That's not going to save them. The CBDC is not all it does is just allows them to electronically print more money. But that's what they've been doing anyway. I mean, uh, right. it's not necessarily cash that's going to Ukraine. Right. It's all ones and My zeros. Problem. And that there's the hugest irony ever. You have all these people saying, you know, identifying as non binary and how do they go about that? By a binary system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My problem with the C B B C is the same problem that I have with the chip track trace program. And when it comes to the digital currency, <clears throat> Levert and Powell's are not going to do their quarter dime bag deals with CBDC and digital currency. Nope. It's just not going to take place. And right. neither the are the government the drug dealers. Point. They're not going to do their business on CBDC. Nope. 
Well, I've and always the wondered they... how they're going to cross that conundrum. It, it, well, the only way that would work is the same way you'd be able to chip track and trace everyone. And that would be to exterminate the majority of the people. When most of the people are wiped out, then you can roll out any digital currency or whatever, you know. You can't do anything. Yeah, they'll, they'll have you yeah. using anything for money. And it, it, it falls under the same lines with the chip, track, and trace. You're not going to chip, track, and trace 8 billion people. So you wipe out most of them, and then you tag everybody else that's left so that you can organize, just like they did, you know, the late 1800s, early 1900s. They, they do this all the time, and they, they've got it down to a science. These are the, the inheritors. I don't know. I think it's a talking point, Joe. To me, that's a talking point. The CBDC is just a talking point. They want to keep bu- people busy talking about stuff that's never going to exist, that doesn't exist, that's never going to exist, to keep their minds busy and their conversations wrapped up around things that it's just not even real. They don't want them talking right. about the real stuff. I like right. to operate with coins. I don't like to use debit cards or anything like that. You know, I was raised to always use cash. If you can't afford it, then you don't need it. Don't rely on credit. So I'm not a credit-based individual, but I wonder, you know, it is, you know, it is a talking point more than anything else. It's like the PCR test. It's just a talking point. It's not mm-hmm. something that you can actually utilize and use and detect something. And the CBDC falls under that same category. There's just no way with all the things going on in society, you can't, you can't track every dime as much as they would like to. You can't do it, not with all the nefarious things that go on. Yeah, and they wouldn't want to anyway. I mean, it's easier if they want to track the people they want to track or the people that's buying guns. That's who they want to track more than anybody else. And what we've seen there is they just walk into gun dealer shops and they say, we want all your records. They walk into all online shops and say, we want all your records. Right. And they give them all their records. What are they going to do? Say no. Right. Well, they've made it real hard right. for people that, that don't use gun shops, you know, just the gun groups, things like Outdoor Trader, you know, places like that that you can go to mm-hmm. and, you know, Arms List. They make it real mm-hmm. hard because the ATF, the ATFE, the feds are going to those people and looking at everything that they're buying as well. And even though that's a person-to-person deal, they're still trying to keep track of all that. I've seen it mm-hmm. just in the past 10 years. Because I was in all the gun groups, and, you know, we were, you know, what you got? Yeah, let's wheel and deal. And that's when gun prices and ammo prices were went up great. And right. now we've watched it go up and skyrocket, and then, mm-hmm. you know. Just arms list alone, armslist.com alone, man. That place flipped overnight. That place uh-huh. flipped overnight. Man, it was an open-air gun show is what it was, and they flipped it overnight to, oh, yeah, well, no more posting phone numbers and having private sales and all that stuff. No, 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 no. You're going to have right. to sign up, go through this app. And it's just like they did it overnight. Maybe you need to start a well, new website, you know, go gun me or something like that. Yeah. Well, here's to, something that'll chop your hides. If I in my butthole, I certainly would. <laughs> I, I've been hearing rumor from uh, at least – you know, on uh, some interviews, one or two interviews at least, that uh, these illegals are able to come over and buy guns because now they're uh, 
there's some sort of a form, you know, the form they modified and they could they can now buy them supposedly. And this is gun well, shop they, owners telling people well, they that. wouldn't even need, I they just wouldn't saw, need to. Buy. I mean, they wouldn't need to really. I mean, I just saw the 4473 and on there they ask, you know, white or black other and then they have a separate box for asking if you're Hispanic or non-Hispanic. And then and that's the new one. Uh, then they also have on their male, female, or non-binary. And then <laughs> um, you, there's no place to indicate that you're a U.S. national. And then for when they do your address, they say, "What is the address of your residence?" So you can't declare that you're a non-resident either. So they're getting really slick with this stuff. Well, go down to your local gun store and see if you see a bunch of Mexicans standing around with their pointy-toe uh, cartel boots. And I'm pr- pretty sure all you're going to see in the local gun store is a bunch of white dudes wearing Punisher hats and right. nightline T-shirts and stuff <laughs> like that. But uh, they, the illegals, they don't need to buy guns. If they want guns, they can get guns real easy. Not a problem for them. Not a problem. They just right. go down to the, the Fast and Furious store. Yes. Well, right. they can manufacture That's their own guns. Story. I mean, really, if they if you wanted to arm an arm, if you wanted to 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 arm an army of people, uh, uh, the last thing you do is start filling out government forms for weapons. That's just right. not what you would do. Even if you were a small gang, of, I bet you if you go find a, a MS-13 gang hideout and then round up all the guns that was in that hideout, you're not going to be able to trace them guns back to anything, and most of them are going to be ghost guns anyway. Yep. It's not right. like these people aren't capable people. These people are very capable people. They're so capable they can come in and take your job that you thought that nobody could do except for you. <laughs> they right. can run 3D printers. You know, you can buy uppers. You know, I can walk into Palmetto State here and uh, pick up uppers, you know, whether it's for pistols, doesn't matter if it's ARs, AKs, doesn't matter what it is. I can buy a fully operational upper and then come home, get on my 3D printer, and squirt out a lower and do what filing and sanding I need to do, and I have, you know, a workable gun right there. Or you can get the aluminum paperweights and then mill it out yourself, and that's a ghost gun as well. And there's rules and regulations to owning ghost guns. You know, you can't buy, you can't sell it or give it to anybody else. At that point, it has to go through the process of getting its stamps on it. But it's not hard to do it. It's real easy right. whether you want to download the programs to squirt it out, or if you just or want to get just, on. You could order your you could order your millable lowers from any website for sixty nine dollars. You can get you AR fifteen lower and do it with a drill, a home drill, and and mill it because yep. they you know it, it's very easy to do. So you know these people that people are worried about, you know, being able to get guns. They're not buying guns from your local gun store at all. No, they got all the guns that they need. If they want to go to war, they can certainly, you know, I'd more worry about, like, like if, if, if I was planning on taking over this country overnight, well, I'd find out exactly how many gas stations are there in this country. 
And that's right. how many people I need, because all I got to do to shut everything down is set every gas station in this country on fire at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I will shut this country down. Well, who knows what's in their plans? I mean, they probably would do something crazy like that, you know? I mean, well, imagine this is how obviously much coming from the top. This is, this is the mean, order I'm coming sure. from the top. This isn't yeah. rogue And groups, I'm sure you know? I'm not the only guy that's ever thought about that at all. I'm just saying that, you know, don't think that these people, and they've grown up in nothing but danger in a lot of these places that they're from, dealing with drug cartels and stuff like that. These people are smart. They've remained alive right. as long as they have. These people are smart. They're generally smarter than you. They can yeah. walk 5,000 miles here without starving to death or thirsting to death or dying mm. from ailments. Well, with a little uh, NGO help and Catholic with Church help. With a little NGO know. help. <laughs> well, who are the NGOs that are that are abiding and, ab- and aiding all this? Well, it's Jewish uh, 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 NGOs. All Absolutely. All of them. Dealing with and, but, and, and their the secondaries are the too. Catholic. The Catholic Church yeah, is instrumental the, also. The Catholics are the secondary to that. The Catholics are the people that receive these people in the different states once they get off the planes, and then they spread them around from there. So that you got the Jews up front and then the Catholics in the background. Right. 90 seconds left. Like a slave driver. Okay. Uh, oh gosh, guys! They yeah, guess we're getting towards the end of the show. Oh, Any man, last I'll thoughts, anybody? Sorry, it's been been a fun show. Thank you for taking yeah. my call. Appreciate all you guys and Mike and. Hey, Ken, it was um, good talking to you, you. man. Yeah, yeah, Take Ken. Care. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Appreciate it. Joe, Jeff, been thank a, you been for a fun having show. me. I, I appreciate being here and being able to. Uh, Rack my head with other people as to the events taking place. Yeah, man, you got you got a lot of good audience here, so yeah, we'll definitely have you guys back on, and I've got some other guys I want to get on again, and you know, give everybody a fair shot. And of course, we always welcome callers. You know, email me if you got ideas or anything, and you know, we got that new chat group. We uh, I dropped Jeff's uh, bit shoot channel in there if anybody wants to check it out and look for his video about the Bluetooth. Highly recommend it. So it's been it's been a fun time. <laughs> we talk for hours. We certainly could. I need. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great uh, weekend. Be safe out there. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening in, RBN. Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. Take care, guys. Later. My name is John, the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. 
So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network.